Hello, um, bit of pre-chat for you just before we start. Uh, recorded this back in September and um, I think this might be my favourite guest ever. No offence to any of my other guests, but it is uh, my mum. Uh, yes, it's the nice thing to do is to be able to sit down and have a little bit of a chit-chat with my mum about the best things in her life, so why not? Um, hopefully the other family members would do it. Everyone else has said no, so um, I'm only joking. They'll be on the next series. Anyway, my favourite thing to say enjoy hello i'm daniel johnson and you're never gonna believe it yeah wait a minute this is best thing now you know how it works yes we get wonderful guests and we talk about the best things in their life from food to travel to tv and film to music and something random of their choice and they've got another category yes about themselves not going to be easy to answer anyway coming up on the show our wonderful guest today is my mum can you believe it yes my mum is going to be on the podcast talking about her best things and some of the things i didn't even know myself as always we've got the wonderful adam harris and giving us those wonderful fat chickens and bethia beats bringing us the best in brand new music all edited and put together by the wonderful holly Gee. got film bag as well but next up we got adam harris's fat chicken and followed by interview with my mum hey guys adam fat chicken doing fact checking for you oh i love vanilla do you vanilla the, oh in cooking and even in like uh, perfumes and stuff the vanilla scent i really really like it and i'm gonna do some digging around and find out how they make that scent I can't imagine it's anything sinister. So I'll see you at the end of the uh, episode and I'll tell you all about it. There was a lot of clicks there, wasn't there? Four. Is it four clicks? Yes. Click. Uh, we're just talking about when we press play and uh, the clicks happen. Because so, normally you have to sing there. So if you, if what I'm using is logic. So normally you'd be like, I got a feeling. Oh, Actually, right. I wouldn't sing that song because I sang it really out of tune when I did the show. When I did X Factor, we sang, we mined the group songs most week, right? Most weeks. But on the first week, we, uh, me, Ollie, and Jamie were allowed to sing it live, and I was so bad. I just couldn't hit. The, I, we didn't have an E in ear, so I couldn't hear anything. I was so bad. So uh, then we never sang live again. <laughs> On the group it's a kiss of death. Yeah, it was a kiss of death because I couldn't sing. Um, guess what? It's my mum, Maria Burgess. She's my guest today. Hello. Season two. I don't even know what episode this is, but, you know, it's, it's one of the episodes. We've got, you know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's incredible. I mean, you've listened to... Have you listened to all of season one? I have listened to all of season one. Of course I have, yeah. Okay, no, don't worry. There's not a quiz or anything. Okay. On this, so. Not necessarily in sequence. I think um, I, I think I, I saved Lucy Jones for last. Well, she was last as well. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, well, there we go then. What yeah. do you think? Oh, she's brilliant. Oh, she's just, she's Lucy Jones. She's Lucy Jones. Little she legend. Is, she is a little legend and she's, um, she is exactly as you hear her. She's that, that is who she is. Yeah. She's cheeky. That's what we like to say. She's a little bit cheeky. We like that in our girls. I can't believe we're just sort of, if you haven't listened to Lucy Jones, go listen now. But, um, well, after this, of course, but, uh, she said she's never missed an episode of Coronation Street. I know. Yes, I heard that. Yes, crumbs. Okay. Yes. Oh, you've I, done your first crumbs. I've done my- <laughs> 
Oh it my is, God. It just... is your catchphrase. So mum, when she was on the show, she had to do this sort of talking head sort of situation about the show and uh, and and then go, oh, he's singing a song and Dan's doing this. And then I think you just go, oh, um, and it's like my little boy up there. And I'm like, crumbs. And I was like, <laughs> well, no one says crumbs. There you go. You say crumbs. <laughs> I do say crumbs. I do sometimes always say in place of something something a bit ruder okay well, uh, which which in some on some occasions is simply inappropriate <laughs> um so but <laughs> reasonably get out mouth. the crumbing way yes um, <laughs> no obviously this is not a phrase you'll ever hear coming from my mouth um as you know how this works it's the uh, best thing we talk about some of the best things in your life mm-hmm. um which i'm really intrigued about because i think one of the things that i like is that we get to talk and uh, no one gets to sit down with their friends and family and just go hey what what do you like what makes you tick and all that stuff we, we just guess and i thought well why wouldn't i get my mom on it so i'm probably gonna get janine on it how, how do you reckon janine will do she's my sister but anyway. um okay again i think she i don't know if she's anything like me it's it's like, okay, I kind of, I know what the categories are. I can't think about it for too long Dang. because I just keep changing my mind yeah. about things. There, you know, it's, are there favorite things? It changes. It changes from day to day, from mood to time of day to, it, I, these things change. It's not something that's set in stone. You think, right, today, this is, oh, yeah, I really fancy, say, say food-wise. Say, I really Which is funny because we're going to be talking food first. Are we it's go, like you're looking oh, okay. at the script, it's isn't it? It's almost as though I've read the script. <laughs> or listened to Amazing. the podcast. Amazing. Or listened to the podcast. Let's get twice. into it. Food, mum. Um, yes. So growing up, because I always say growing up, like what were you eating when you grew up? What, what was on your dinner table? As a child, mm. uh, my mum was a very plain cook. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was a particularly good cook. She wasn't a bad cook. We, you know, she cooked. She was, it was quite sort of traditional when my dad was still around, when my dad was still alive. Um, he, he, he sort of, he, she didn't work. She had children. Um, and you know, that's, and, and her job was to look after us. And I was the youngest of three or I'm the youngest of three and, um, yeah, and she cooked and you don't question what was put in front of you. You, that's, that's, you, uh, I mean, I seem to remember actually the only vegetables I ate were green vegetables were peas until I was about 12, which now <laughs> I find just how on earth I got away with that. And I can remember being able to get away with, with having ketchup on my roast dinner as well. I just, Classic. I mean, how was that even a thing? Why did my, I'm sure my mum frowned, but I, how my dad thought that was okay, I really don't know. You are a ketchup fiend though. I mean, Aaron Renfrey on series one, he, he he's pretty much sponsored by ketchup. Really? Yeah, he loves it. He has it on everything. I used to be. I, I There was very little that I, I wouldn't apply a dollop of ketchup onto. I've got to say now, I, I have it very rarely. Um, I've always got some in my cupboard, but, um, and it, oh, yeah, I, I use it very rarely. I think your granddaughter has taken over your ketchup loving uh, Ren, days. Ren's fondness for ketchup has to be has to be seen to be believed. The right yes. kind of ketchup. And Heinz. it has to be high. It can't be the 30% no. reduced stuff. It has to be because she knows. She does know. She does know. Yes, she has a very, um, has a very astute palate I mean, when it comes to ketchup. Growing up with you, of course, in, in your house and... Uh, one of the things I remember the most was you always baked. I did like to bake. So we bake cakes a lot, and I love. Sometimes you would you would bake the cake with us sometimes, but then majority of times you would bake the cake when we were at school, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's so nice," because when we get home, there's cake. <laughs> then we realised that <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be the only one who got to lick the bowl out. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't want to share it. I did not want to share it. 
mean, and you should put us up. You're like, it's, it's raw egg. I wouldn't. It's raw egg. It's. I. I'm not even sure that was a thing we worried about that then. We. It's. It. I, what year okay. was that when Edwina Curry frightened the daylights out of us uh, all? We can find that out. Did eggs. she? Did she scare people with eggs with, with salmonella? Yes, sort of stuff? it was the, the the majority. I think she came out with a statement that the majority of egg production in the UK um, was infected with. A, was it salmonella? I think it might have been salmonella. And so all of a sudden, people just like, oh my goodness, you know, you mustn't have raw egg, and you, it just, you know. Raw as, as though all of a sudden if you even looked at a raw egg you die on well it seemed to not be true now isn't it, it? well it, is it? I, it was slightly overplayed to say the very least yeah. i think um, well we'll yeah. find out what year because guess what we have fat chicken don't we well hey thank thank let's get um, adam harris on the job as we <laughs> <swim>. <laughs> oh, maybe not <laughs> get him on the job Oops, yes what are we doing we're picking him on the street I don't, yes. his ears will prick up now he's uh, yes Cock-cock. he will do yeah <laughs> Edwina Curry sparked outrage with her salmonella in most eggs claim on December the 3rd, 1988. Yes, uh, he is that chicken. Breakfast, what are your go-tos for breakfast? I know you're not the biggest breakfast eater because I need am I because I don't really no. like it. You like a nice, not even a tea, just like warm water. Yeah, I do. I am. A, well, no, first thing in the morning, yeah. I, I have a nice strong cup of coffee. Um, I'm... No, I yeah, yes. I used to drink lots and lots of coffee, and it used to give me headaches. So I don't. I now limit myself to generally two, and I like them both in the morning. And that is how I like to start my day. I have two cups of coffee, and um, if time is is not of the essence, I make my first cup of coffee and I take it back to bed with me, um, and and sit and drink my cup of coffee in bed and look out the window and. Yeah. <laughs> and then keep I'll it simple. Get up and have another one. Yes, yeah. I tend not to actually eat anything probably until about half ten, eleven o'clock. I'm the same because I, I, I'm I'm then hungry or feel rubbish all day if mm. I have breakfast then lunch. Yeah, it's too much. Yes. I need a brunch thing. I need a, you know. Yes. Yeah. Something. It, yes. It, it, yeah. I've just, I've never been great. I don't think at eating breakfast. And sometimes if I've been away somewhere, and say you've been stayed in a hotel, and it's and and breakfast is there, and you come and well. There, can you kind of feel you ought to have it because it's there? Um, but it's, I, I never feel good afterwards, I always wish I hadn't. Um, I just skip so. lunch if I do that, yes, yes, lunch. yeah, it makes me feel sleepy. I, yeah. I just, yeah, I get that, yeah. So, what you know, we won't get right into your best thing when it comes to food, but like, what what are your go to's if you have a choice to sort of you know have something nice to eat? When I ate meat, my favorite thing was duck and pancakes. Said, okay, oh, oh duck and pancakes, yeah, that always goes down yeah. well, doesn't what, what, it? What's, yes. your, what's your go to if you if you come in and your other half decides to uh, make you something or, or get something in? Would, would Will make you anything? He will, yes. Yeah, yeah. no, he does cook. Um, he he doesn't very often now. I think just because it's sort of just a, a corner of our lives that I've taken over. Um, but yeah, no, he certainly he will cook. He can cook. He's quite good at it. Um, and he, I I think honestly, he, I dal always goes down well for me. I'll have anything. Like to be honest, it's yes. Dal, a good dal all day long. I'm not vegetarian. I don't eat a lot of meat. I haven't eaten beef or lamb for many, 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 yeah, many yeah, years. Um, and it, I, for various reasons, I, I, lamb, I just can't bear the smell of it. And and with beef, it's cows. I really like cows. They're so Could cute. You, look at those eyes. Oh, look at those big brown eyes. They you said know, that I look like a cow when I was a really? child. How so rude. Big cow eyes. I, that's not, yes. I'd more. I'd like to think more like a, a deer. Okay. <laughs> than, a, than a cow. You pet. look like a cow, Dan. Yes. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like much of a compliment, does it? Best thing-wise, what is the best thing about food for you, Mum? 
Um, golly, what is the best thing? Well, you know, you're hungry and then you eat some nice food and you feel good and then you're not hungry anymore and it's all just nice and settled and it's settling and it's being home and it's being somewhere comfortable and yes. Yeah. Comfort. Comfort. Yes, I suppose it sort of is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, ultimately it's nutrition and, you know, food is fuel for our bodies and, uh, and, and, um, not what's the word I'm scrabbling for. It's not recreation. <laughs> Whereas, you know, very often we are, food is very much a recreational thing and it's not because we don't eat because we're hungry. We eat because, oh, we're meeting up. And so I we're going to- I have four hot cross buns this morning. Uh, see, okay, nice. Okay. Right. You, four? Four. Really? Buttered. Really? And you didn't even save me one. I didn't. My they didn't even God. get out of the car driving to football this morning. <laughs> really? And I like, them that all. Okay. Because I'd already been out and did exercise this morning. Okay, well, that'll so be I was, you Your know, day obviously started quite early. I did. I woke up really early this morning because I went to bed la- um, really early last night. And I woke okay. up at four. And oh, I couldn't, I couldn't get to sleep. Oh, So no. I just did work. I, oh, I, 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 wrote my, I wrote my Christmas list. Okay, yeah. super. What I'm I look forward for, to that. No, what I'm buying for oh, other people. Okay, yeah. right. Okay. It's so organised. My <laughs> God, he's used the C word oh, so already. I've never used the C word. Not in front of you. Anyway, <sighs> mum. Anyway, uh, the best thing when it comes to food, I think for you, mum, I'm going to say is comfort. It is. It is comfort. And it's comfort. And it's, it's, you know, it's like, it's always nice to feed people. And it's nice to be fed. And it's nice to feed people. And it's a good sort of good way of bringing people together. And, and it is comforting. And it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i like that it's, it's really nice and it is it, i think it's a good mum answer hey let's say that uh next up we're going to be talking travel oh the clips are back and they're clicking away which you can't hear but um mum just heard because we stop here and, and the music comes in but it doesn't really for us but mum has listened to the podcast so many times that she hears a i can hear it anyway played by the wonderful tom baxter hey. um and you can go and listen to the song right now because it's on everything it's on spotify and it's on apple music and Super. amazon music and all that stuff okay travel mm-hmm. um can you say travel properly travel oh you can yeah <laughs> Something's not wrong with, right with me, is it? Tra- travel. Travel. You're sort of going to chav mode, don't you? Say that word. It's because I was brought up in haze. I mean, so were you, I guess. Yes, so. I, yes I was. Yes. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Um, Holiday-wise, we used to venture down to Cornwall. We, we are not a well-travelled family, um, certainly when you were new kids were young. And as a child, although strangely, when I was very young, when I was... Um, the first time I went was taken to Spain um I was three months old oh wow um obviously I don't remember anything of that but I I've seen a photo so I know it to be true um I think my dad obviously this was my dad and my dad liked to my dad traveled we we didn't necessarily go with him and neither did my mum classic dad yes I remember it you know him I remember him going to Jersey or Guernsey or possibly both um and i i was just a child so i never knew why but we didn't go and my mum didn't go so. um but yes and and then again we went to spain when i was about six and and again i i i i do remember a little bit of it i do have sort of odd pinprick memories um of it but other than that we used to my dad was very fond of the kent coast which is kind of ironic now because i i do live in kent now. <laughs> and you do walk the dog on the kent coast and sometimes. i do very often uh, go to the kent coast to walk my dog yes and um it's yeah my dad like broad stairs in particular i think was was 
it's certainly the place where when I went there, having not been for many, many years, and initially couldn't understand why it felt so familiar. It, I just, I was getting waves of nostalgia that, that weren't really taking me any, to any concrete memories. And then I suddenly thought, hang on a minute, this, this is where my dad used to bring us. How is that, that you have that little strange. recollection of being a kid? Well, not yep. even being a kid, but like, I've been here before. I, it was bizarre. It really was quite bizarre. And, um, and then I remember, oh God, you know, there's this little cinema and, it, and it's still there. There's this tiny little cinema in Broadstairs. And I remember us going there. And uh, and when the curtains open, I can't remember what film we saw, but when the curtains opened, it sounded like uh, scaffolding rods falling over. It was the loudest crashing and banging. Yeah, no WD forty in there. I feel. All, I just it was very strange, and we all sort of looked at each other, but no no one seemed to be too worried about it. And and the film played, and it was there weren't that many rows of seats either, so we, we, there were lots of children in there, obviously and adults. And everybody was just sharing their sweets and speaking to each other. And it, it was really funny. It was almost like one big extended family because the cinema itself was so small. And and I remember my brother, we're going into a cafe for dinner and uh, and my brother shaking a bottle of sauce. And just as my mum was saying, make sure the lid's on properly. And it went everywhere. <laughs> I know that story. Walls. Everyone has that oh, story. Someone has done it in their family. And my mum being really angry with him. And I think my dad was laughing. And it's, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> you never know when you're making a memory, do you? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we went to, um, it's so funny because later on in life, I went and played at Haven and stuff. And mm. I was down in Cornwall. So I, I knew the Havens and, and stuff. And uh, We never stayed in Haven, though. Well, it's so funny because they used to say this to me. They'd be like, oh, I said, oh, I used to holiday around here. They were, oh, did you come here? I was like, we no. couldn't afford here. Because <laughs> well, Haven was expensive. Was it? I, I think, honestly, I, I think personally didn't like the idea of holiday camps. The first time we went, we, we actually hired a cottage. Um, in Perrinporth. Did we go and, with your mum? And my mum came with us. She did? Yes. And you were, um, I think you were probably about two. Yeah, I know this from pictures. I don't know this from yes. memory. So. Yeah, you were You were very young. You were about two. And Did um, I wee on the floor? No. Was that the one that I weed on the floor? Uh, no. I just no, that was. Yeah, no, that was, that yeah. was, that was not in our recently. This no, is when I was a child. It wasn't small. last week, was yeah. it, mum? No, 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 no. I think they know you. I think you were. Golly, I think we we're about a year old. I think there's a, isn't there like a thing of me just standing holding, by the window? You're, you're leaning at the window, yes. Just yes, on the floor. and there's just a nice little puddle around. The dog did it. Like, <laughs> we we don't have a dog. We didn't have a dog at that point. <laughs> um, yes, no. So we we found this. I don't know where we got it from, but we we found this cottage, and uh, and it was lovely. And you, as you always do, wherever we went, you'd get talking to somebody. Um, shock and yes yeah well you were playing in the garden and this this little girl who was, who was like down the road and and she did sort of way and you'd sort of waved at each other and um i think you're probably about two and a half anyway and her mum had walked past and had sort of said hello and she's just like oh you're staying in the cottage and i said yes and she's like oh she said oh, i think she asked me how much it cost us and she said oh, oh don't want to be spending that much she said I, she worked in the um, on the caravan site down the road, and they're like static caravans. She'd go down and have a look. She you mean up the hill? You don't up mean the down hill. The road. It was up the hill. Yes. Oh, that hill was a legend, wasn't it? And I'm sure it still is for lots it of people. It is. It is. And and so on our way home, we we went in there and and did as she said, like speak to them at the desk, and she said, and they'll they'll show you some of these caravans. These caravans were fabulous. They had just absolutely everything in them. And and they were so good, and you could have a sea view. And even though it was up the hill, so it was away from the main town, 
but it was lovely. And I've got to say, we just fell in love with the place. And and I think we went back there every year for about six or seven years. We made friends. We and made friends. Would, and we'd go on holiday when they went on holiday. We would make sure that, yes, that luckily they used to go at the same time as us. And they were two different families. And they, yes, we they always used to just meet up at the same time. We always used to go, to be honest, to coincide with your dad's birthday. Yeah. And um, and it was just lucky that, that they were also doing much the same thing for different reasons i'm sure obviously not for your dad's birthday and um so yes so there we were and we loved it there so much it was almost like oh why bother looking for anywhere else this place is heaven it when the weather was fantastic we always got beach, good weather oh you, we you never know really what? had a bad time did we i we, can't remember we many had, there were one or two years where where there was uh you the, the weather wasn't so brilliant but the thing was it, it meant then that we could look around and see all the other fab things that there are to do in cornwall um, and you know when the weather's fantastic, you go to the beach. The beaches are just brilliant. Um, obviously, the sea is so cold. You have to hire wetsuits. We have to get up really early in the morning. For what reason was? Why do we have to get um, up early? We, we, well, yes. When when your sister had uh, had arrived, and she was yes, she would only have the wetsuit with the pink arms. So and there's we, no point in buying a kid a wetsuit because they're out of it. They, next they year. grow. Yes, we never bothered buying them. But it was just it, it was just better economically and where on earth were we going to put the damn things either because um, we only have a little flat and um, so we would go down to the the hire shop Bathsheba I think it was called it I was. wonder if it's still there probably I'd, by the spa I, I wouldn't be at all surprised yeah. yes yeah yeah and um, and but then we would hire it that was only one morning we'd have to get there really early and we'd really get early. that one really early yes and we'd get that one that was in that had the right coloured sleeves that fitted her we just needed to make so friends dinky. with the bloody owner and then we could have just said can you just keep that yes, by just keep that one <laughs> we'll get it yeah once a year yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, happy days. We had some. We had some really good holidays. And then we had the, down and then we, we stopped to the caravan and we we went and did uh, a cottage because we had the dogs and so that was oh, fun. One, yes, yes, we did that. Dog, yes, yes, we had a, we had a pair of greyhounds and um, and I just couldn't bear to leave them behind. So uh, so we took them with us. Obviously, that gave us a, a slightly different. Um, view of being down there but that was good again it was a lovely cottage scaling that mountains we stayed in. <laughs> the we dogs because we got scaling. well we got stuck we did more walking no well, we got stuck on the beach and it got cut off by the we, tide yes. so we had to go up the mountain we had to go up the mountain yes <laughs> same the mountain cliff, the cliff, it was yeah cliff. up the cliff edge yeah um it wasn't quite as precarious as that might sound but it certainly felt like at the time <laughs> it was like oh my goodness what have we done but it was fine we all survived i mean everyone this year has pretty much been doing staycations and i'm, yep. I'm so lucky because i've even gone back with my friends and we've gone back to Paramporth and we've gone to Jura and yuki and, and stayed there and and had an amazing time for you what would you say is the best thing about holidays and traveling it, uh, it's about i mean after the initial it was always it was always quite fraught getting there it was it's a long way to go yeah to and do it night time the roads argue we did once or twice <laughs> yes we we did we we would set off at night and um and and sort of travel there through the night we one year we got caught in dreadful traffic i mean just unbelievable traffic on an incredibly hot day and uh, and it really did turn into hell on earth getting there but once we got there it was fabulous once you sort of i mean you get over the hill and then you see the the wind farm and you think yes we're nearly there it's not far away now um and so yes we did travel sometimes overnight but i think once you get there i think it is just a case of oh deep breath let it out kick back let's just enjoy we don't have to think about anything else just enjoying ourselves 
and um yeah oh it's just just lovely it was just such a lovely place to be and the beach we were luckily everybody just loved the beach and swimming and you just didn't think about anything else any worries that you might have or anything that you're concerned about just oh it just doesn't matter just stick it right in the back there and forget about it for your week or 10 days or whatever you're down there it was just lovely I'm going to say my mum's best thing when it comes to travel is kicking back and enjoying yourself. Absolutely. Uh, Next up, we're going to be talking film and TV. If you're wondering what to watch, don't worry about it. Right now, we've got the guys at Filmbag, Tom and Revan, and they're going to tell you what to watch. So over to you, Tom. Hi, everyone. It's Tom with another dive into Tom's Filmbag, with this week's recommendation being the sci-fi horror film Annihilation. The film stars Natalie Portman as she joins a team of scientists into The Shimmer, a quarantined area with an oddly mutating landscape, which may or may not have links to an extraterrestrial presence. Here's a quick clip to get you hooked. Your husband's here. Let me see him. He's extremely ill. You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. It was his decision to go in. It's something they termed the shimmer. Annihilation isn't your typical sci-fi flick, being an incredibly dense and confounding watch that'll leave you with a lot to think about by the end of it. The film has beautiful yet haunting imagery that is achieved through the spectacular visual effects, making for moments of simultaneous wonder and dread. Themes of grief and the nature of humanity are thoroughly explored through Natalie Portman's character, as her and the others attempt to navigate and understand this bizarre and ever-shifting world that they find themselves in. If you're in for a scare and the prospect of questioning humanity as a whole, you can stream the film now on Netflix, and we'll catch you next time for another dive into Tom's Film Bag. Film and TV, Mum. You have always been up for us watching films and, 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 and you know, going to the cinema and theatre and all that stuff. Like, and we were, I went to concerts, like, really young. I remember sort of going to concerts and stuff, and I saw MC Hammer and Bobby Brown and stuff like that, <laughs> and I just loved it. But for you, you have always kind of allowed me to, you know, relatively within reason, watch loads of things and, and been out there with films and TV and stuff. And I still listen to your recommendations. Hey, um, it's you love them. Anything that you say to a child, you really shouldn't say this. Is uh, they're just always going to want to see it all the more. And if you say to a person, uh, any human being, really, don't do that. Oh, it's just awful. Or mm, don't think this is quite appropriate for you. Nothing is going to prick those ears up quicker than <laughs> when am I going to see this? Uh, yeah, it has to be a little bit buyer beware. Um, you. Uh, in on some levels quite a sensitive child i was when you were a youngster so there were some things you know i love a scary movie personally um, i mean it doesn't mean i don't spend half my life hiding behind a cushion while i'm watching doctor who used to get really scary it was you've no idea i mean it's still scary now i mean yeah but we're older now but as kids it's like yes absolutely um and i think the thriller video was was one of those. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I can't even listen to the music, Mum. Until like I was, I don't know, maybe nineteen. Could uh, I hear the yes. music? It, I, yes, and it, but and yet we, you didn't see it with us. We that no. did not happen. I mean, obviously, I played it at like one o'clock in the morning. Um, but you had the you had it on vinyl. We are, so. we had the album, yes, yeah. And I think you'd heard so many tales about how scary it was, and 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 that was enough. And so yes, literally, it was absolutely the fine. first bit of it was like, uh, oh it, yeah, 
Oh, it really was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's everything it was meant to be. It was meant to be um, scary. Who I mean, knew I, he would turn into that? Yes. <laughs> Who knew that absolutely. Michael would turn into the scary absolutely. monster? Absolutely. <laughs> and he, yes, and he did it so well. It's almost uncanny. Um, you know, I mean, personally, I, you know, too early um, saw The Exorcist. I honestly, I. I think I was 14. Have I mean, you seen I, it since? I looked older. I have seen it since. I almost, it was like a ghost I had to exercise. And how did you feel when you watched it? Um, yes, it was it, of its day. It, uh, no, now um, it's not funny. There are still bits on it that are really jumpy. Um, but that it wasn't, it, yes, it wasn't as scary. Uh, when I, I, honestly, I was 14. I remember St. John's Ambulance were, were like at the back of the auditorium because your people had been so freaked out by it. And it was it was a scary film. I mean, honestly, I think I saw it at 14. I don't think I could sleep with the lights out at night until I was 21. Until you met my dad, really. Was like, until, like, yeah. until me and your dad really got together, yes. And, and that was like, oh, I just, I just couldn't do it. It, it had, and, and if I would hear the music, it'd be like, oh, crumbs. So I did watch that film. And um, as an adult with the lights on during the day. Um, and... <laughs> And it, yes, it is, it was. And again, I, how old is that film now? Golly, if I was 14, um, I mean, that's, you it's know. Like, anyway, we'll find out. We'll fact check yeah, that. It's fine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's, yeah. When, when was it actually first out? It, it was, yeah, it was very scary. So I was aware that there is, there is a power of scary things, um, but some of it is actually quite good fun. And um, You had a, another you child in, in my sister, Janine, who... Oh. It just went over her head. She enjoyed a poltergeist. She, like, poltergeist was one of her favourite films. Luckily, it was one that I really liked as but well. But she couldn't, she couldn't watch Sleeping Beauty with the, the cartoon. because the, no, the, they're the scary witches. Yeah. Scary witches. Um, but with Poltergeist, it, I'd seen it so often, I knew where the scary bits were coming. So I knew. Hiding when her face to, in the eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Went to cover her with a cushion and say, no, don't watch this bit. Um, but the, now she's crap at watching she's, scary stuff. She can't watch it now, can she? Uh, well, that's yes. I that's think, another thing to do with you as I well. I think that's having that's, <laughs> that's being, I think that's because we went to see uh, Descent um, at the cinema. When it wasn't she was, just Descent. She was, it was pregnant. Oh, uh, 20 twenty-eight days later. Weeks later. It wasn't the days. It was the was weeks it? later. Oh, that got okay. Her. Oh, yeah, I thought yeah, it was the yeah. first, No, I thought it was twenty-eight weeks. Later. No, uh, yeah. twenty-eight days later. Whatever. It was one. Of, it was one of those films. But both relatively quite scary. But I think the yeah. other one was just full on. Scariness, but descent. Probably. The funny thing about descent, and if you haven't seen it, go go and watch it. But um, Good film. is, I remember watching it. Nothing happens for ages, and apart from they kind of get stuck in, in some caves. Very claustrophobic. If so you, claustrophobic. Even if, if you don't suffer from claustrophobia, I defy you to not hold your breath at at some of the the early scenes in that film. It's like. Yeah, and then and then stuff descends and stuff happens and blah blah blah. And I remember it getting quite horrible. And Janine just turned to mum and went. Can we leave? <laughs> no, she said she went through gritted teeth. It was, why do you always bring me to see films like this? And, and the like, funny thing is, and then, and then, and I think you went, you went, no, 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 it'll get better. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. And there's a second one, so you can watch that one as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is funny because, like, yeah, thinking about it, you really were like a horror thing. You did like horror <laughs> movies, and I don't think we watched like not so that we didn't watch comedies. We watched a lot of Disney stuff. We had Love VHS. And, yes, you know, I did. Believe me, I did not the, have my children watching lots of horror films. They they did not watch horror <laughs> films all the time. Um, it was very we you know did it very appropriately. Um, you know we. I You're not going to get cancelled, Mum. Don't worry no, about it. No, no, no. Um, oh God, like, like anybody would care. Um, and it, but it, but yes, we 
we loved a film. I've got to say, we all, I think we all, me and your dad used to go to the cinema such a lot. Um, and it, you know, it really was our go-to place. We weren't really pub goers. We weren't big drinkers. Um, and although we like clubs and things, but it, oh, you know, you can't do that all the time. In between times, we used to go to the cinema a lot. Um, so yes, and obviously then when we had children, we couldn't go so much. So then, but at the time when it got to when you guys could go, and then uh, like on TV, not on TV, on videos and things, they started releasing Disney films. And and it, what is that again? Something we have to get Adam Harris onto. <laughs> uh, when did they start? When did the the powers that be start releasing um, Disney films? <laughs> Disney movies became available on video in 1984. Robin Hood became the first Disney classic to go to VHS. You could buy them and you could have them forever. And it's, I mean, it obviously it probably came after like video hire shops. Um, we were there a lot. If anybody remembers We those. were there a lot. There was one in the we Oxford Road in, in Hayes. One on the Oxford Road, yeah. I think it's a carpet shop next door. It was next door to a carpet shop. Yeah. And we used to be there and we get the tapes from there. Blockbuster. And Blockbuster. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I remember um, somebody recommending... Um, to me, uh, for you, the snowman. It's like, oh, we're looking at it, and she's like, oh, we'll love this, the snowman. Oh, uh, my goodness. Might have warned me about yeah. the ending. Daniel yeah. was beside himself. Snowman melt. He's, you know that they've changed it now? No, really? It snows now. Oh, really? Yeah, it never used to snow. It used to oh, just be the end. It, it was just awful. You just, and we had to watch it again, and and I knew the ending wouldn't change, but you were so upset you wanted to watch it again. And it's it, made an awesome friend. It's a bit like when I went to Cornwall, and then again. literally a week later, I can't see that person ever again to, until next yes, year. We won't see you now until next year, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was, yeah, it was, um, it was very traumatic for you. It's a great film, though. It's a beautiful film, but, um, but yeah, might have, wish they'd warn me about the ending. I mean, through lockdown, we've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I'm very, uh, you know, I love a Gogglebox. So I'm always, I always pretend I'm actually on Gogglebox with my dog. And, it's not and, difficult. Uh, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> um, anything good that you've been watching of lately this year? I am ju just rubbish at watching TV. Yeah. It, honestly, we, I, yeah, I just don't watch an awful lot of TV. You watch I May Destroy You. No. You're not finished it? I still haven't. Seriously. Don't say that because Lewis has just been a guest on our, on our podcast. Well, you, you get it done, Mum. I'm going to get it. I get will, it down, yeah. I will <laughs> get on it. No. I Half an hour episodes. It. I know there, I know. there are 12. To Honestly, honest, I think we... Uh, I don't know what happened. You've watched a few though, haven't you? No. Oh, you're not? I think I watched about 10 minutes of the Ooh. first one. And I think possibly I watched it on my own to see if Will would like it. And I thought, oh no, but I think maybe he will like it. I think this. he will like it. So we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll save that for when he comes back. And we just haven't got round to it. We've either been busy doing other things or the weather's been good, so we've been outside. Um, and it, yeah, we just haven't. We just haven't. Honestly, I think we spend more time looking at stuff on YouTube. Um, you, like your, you like your camper van stuff, we, don't you, Mum? We love a camper van. We love a camper van. <laughs> I, had a, I had a very elderly dog that I then decided, I'd, you know, I didn't really want to leave her anymore. I didn't want to go out for the weekend and be out all day. And because she was getting so old and dodgy. You can name her, Missy. Little Missy. Oh, oh don't. I know, it's sorry, right maybe yeah. she should have oh, said don't. <laughs> <laughs> Missy's not here anymore, but she's, she's still in our hearts. Still oh, in our hearts. completely, absolutely, yeah. Dear little poppy, she was in a little whippet Bedlington cross, and she was an absolute beauty. Oh, she was, don't worry, I'm going to buy one the next dog, sorry. She was, an in, she was a proper little individual, and um, yeah, she was very funny, and she, yeah, she, I loved her to bits. And um, it, so it's just, she was getting older and older and I thought I just don't want to I just don't know how much longer I'm going to have her so Will my other half sort of said well how about if we he said, if I build like if we build a camper van he says then we can yeah if we go on holiday we can take her with us so I was like okay 
no idea what sort of thing. I thought it was just going to be like a bench or something in there that you you know get a van, put a bench in it, get a like a camping oh, no, cooker, no, no. <laughs> and you know maybe maybe a porta potty if you really want to ramp it up. And um, but no, that's not what he had in mind at all. And he he actually built us a, a camper van, and it's it's like obviously it's a self build. But it's got cupboards and it's got a bathroom and it's got a fully working kitchen and it's completely self-sufficient. We've got a, um, a uh, oh my goodness, I've completely forgotten what it's called. We've got a solar panel on top. That's there you go. what I was struggling for. Um, and so basically we can go what's known as off-grid. And as long as we've got water in the tanks and we've got um, a, gas full, uh, a tank full of gas, we can go off grid and we can camp up anywhere, anywhere where it's sort of, you know, where it's not, not allowed. Um, although that's a bit of a grey area. Um, and, and it was just lovely. And for two years, uh, it meant that we were able to take her with us. So instead of having going out and going away for a weekend and leaving her behind, we could take her with us. And she could walk for as long as she wanted to. And then when she had enough, she was never very good at being picked up. But in the end, it, her little heart was starting to give out and she would just relax at last. And, um, and so then you could like pick her up and we take her back to the van. And it meant then sometimes we could um, just sort of have her sitting in the van. So she was all nice and comfy on the bed and we would just sit outside. It got a bit chilly because she was, she was quite a cold little thing. And yeah, it was just lovely. Camper vans are great. They're the way forward. And obviously with all the lockdown stuff, it's, uh, they really have come into their own. You can go on all really day. Have. And not come into contact with anybody. And people's views, and I think I'm, I probably know what your wrestling might be on, on the film and TV, but people's uh, views on YouTube of camp life and, you know, and camper van stuff, and it must be going astronomical because oh, everyone wants them. There are so many. We, we follow quite a lot of people um, on, on YouTube who've got some quite big channels and uh, leave everything in wonder. Um, is is one that we we listen to a lot. The little plug there, little plug. Little plug, yeah. L e a w, um, Italian couple, Sada and Luca, and they are just fabulous. And we've been watching them. And the Exporers, um, who are an English couple, who now they actually have a little house in Spain, but they they have Vinny, this little old camper van. It's about twenty years old, and uh, and quite they, they their mission was to travel the world in this camper van and they've done loads of it. And obviously then with lockdown, luckily for them, they had a little bolt hole uh, that they could go to. So again, now as they, they in Spain and so as, as the borders are opening slightly and different areas are opening, so they're able to go out a little bit more. But there's, we've got some English ones um, over here that we follow. Um, Gadget John. Oh my God, I'm going to have to get so many things and links down Anybody, below yes, anybody <laughs> who, who Stop has... mentioning other people's stuff because I have to write this all down. I will, I will remember. I will okay. remember. Um, so I'm going to say the best thing for you, Mum, uh, when it comes to TV and film is scary movies because oh, yeah. that reminds me of my youth and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Not being too young because she didn't let me watch scary, scary movies. And probably YouTube because yeah. I think it's what's got a lot of people through. You know, they always say, well, kids are watching YouTube. I don't think it is as much. No, no. There's, uh, there's something for everybody on YouTube. <laughs> there is. I mean, I tell everyone to YouTube stuff. I'm like, how do I? And like, just YouTube it, just YouTube Constantly, it. Constantly, yes. Uh, next up, we're going to be talking about music. And mum, my favourite thing for you about music and my best thing about you is just your little head thing you do when you dance. <laughs> no one can see this, but it's amazing. I'll try and get to do it. It's cool. And next we're talking about music. <laughs> Before we go on to my mum's choice of her best thing about music, we've got the wonderful Bethia Beats, and she's got her track of the pod. You can listen to it right at the end of the pod, but she'll tell you all that. Over to you, Bethia. 
Hi everyone, it's Bethia from Bethia's Beats. My chosen artist for this week is the very talented Lucas Ramsell. He is a hip-hop and R&B artist from London, and as well as being a band member of DBA, he has also been releasing single after single for his solo project this year. He has released a mixtape called Lockdown the Playlist that is executive produced by Jackson Romain, who also produced for artists such as Chris Brown and DJ Khaled. He has also released a single this year called Every Season, and there's a snippet of it playing in the background right now. To listen to the full song, it will be playing at the end of the podcast, along with all the details of Lucas's social media and where you can find the track. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Yeah, you make me wanna be a better man Ain't it funny when they leave you finally see you need them And I've been trying to stay around so please give me a reason Darling, grab me by the hand to stop me up and leaving Rain or shine, yeah, I'm here for every season, every season Drink my 4 a.m. fast food, feel like five-star cuisine She's what I need, wait, I don't even know what that means She tells me what I want to hear, still somehow I believe I'm giving you the countdown, but you didn't need that we're actually face to face because some of these I've got to do remotely on a computer and uh, some. So anyway, we've got new mics. First person to use a new mic. Well, how are they? Are they okay? They're, nice? uh, they're very high tech looking. They are heavy duty as well. Uh, yes. They're the they? Rode Pod Mic. Okay. I did a podcast the, uh, with um, the DW podcast you can get and they have these mics and I was like, I'm, I have just ordered these. Did you, did you have mic envy? <laughs> I did. <laughs> My other mics are in like a little box now, like, oh, <laughs> used to use me. Uh, Mum, music. Okay, so very influential you are, music taste-wise, for me. And we always had records. Mm-hmm. We always, we were allowed to use them and put them on. And, and as long as we, you know, we're careful and stuff. And um, you always, like I said, allowed me to go to concerts and stuff. And dad once lost me at uh, Wembley. Yes. <laughs> When, he found you again. It's not no biggie. And oh, by the way, not arena stadium. <laughs> the stadium, right? And I was what ten, maybe. Yeah, like, I think like I saw nine, Dangerous. So nine. yeah, I think that came out in 1991. Okay. And and oh, don't worry, I was found, so it was all good. But I good. I went to these concerts and I saw these shows and these people and I love music as well. And it was always playing and it was always the newest stuff. And like, it was like cameo and I was listening to, um, I can't, what, what, you know, a zap a computer. Love. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, and I'll put that in the link below. Yes. But um, where did your music taste come from? It, obviously, I, you know, as with everybody as a child, it's it's what you grow up with. My my dad was uh, was a bit of a jazz fan, and he liked Nat King Cole and Ella Fitzgerald, and um, and they are my resounding memories of of the stuff that he would listen to. And Ray Charles as well, he was a big fan of. Um, my sister was just huge. I mean, she's she, my sister is like eight years older than me, and so her musical taste was far far further on. Um, she very much was into Tamla Motown and the whole Atlantic thing, so the whole soul and R&B stuff, but then also The Who, um, and I can't think who else. They're the ones that sort of stick out for me, and The Who probably because she'd scratched it into a pencil case. <laughs> um, so, yes, I can I can sort of see. Um, so, yes, yeah, so an awful lot of soul and R&B, one way or another, um, at home. And, um, yeah, so that was sort of my go-to... And then as I got older, I found I really liked reggae 
And so really got into that and uh, loved, a bit of, loved a dub version that they used to always, you'd have the main track and then it would go into a dub version. Dub versions used to blow me away and still do, to be honest. Um, so yes, that's, um, that's where I would go uh, with music. I've probably got a wider taste of music now because when I started window dressing, I, I sort of got into this strange little job where we go around to record shops with the record covers, the actual sleeves of the records and posters of the band. Like and we thousands would, of them. I we remember make, being oh, in your I used car. to get boxes and boxes of them delivered, yes. And then I'd have to sort them out into, you know, which day I was doing which one. A little area that I used to cover. And, the Iron Maiden um, stuff was scary. The Iron Maiden stuff was always very scary. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, yes, yeah. Thankfully, they didn't release that much that often. Um, but yeah, some of them were were a little bit. Because you had a huge cardboard cutout of stuff, didn't there. you? As well, we used to get. Well, yes, the lovely standees. Like I only had a little car. I don't know how on earth I got them. Little in there. Fiesta. They ate my little Fiesta. They got broken into because everyone thought you had all these oh, LPs in your car. People used to think, yes, yeah, so I, I had all this stuff in. I really didn't. Uh, it was just the the record sleeves. Um, and so then I was in and out of record shops all the time. And obviously the guys in those shops, um, I mean, our price records as was obviously sadly no longer with us. Um, they, are, they would play all kinds of stuff in there that I'd never heard. And I'd be like, oh, okay, this is different. And, and of course, you know, once you start getting exposed to more and more different, um, different music, like, oh, okay, actually I quite like this. And, you know, I'd go into a shop and they'd be playing something. You'd be like, oh, what's this? I just, I bands that I'd never heard of that I started doing displays for. And so that widened my taste in music in, in, immeasurably and, uh, and opened up a whole other world. Oh, Dan, yeah, who doesn't love that? Yeah. Tom's yeah. Dino in there. Tom's um, Dino. And I, I remember you coming home and you had, and, and, and there's a funny story with this, but you had... Um, on cassette and you were playing this song in the car because we were always influenced I had the, the police were always in there we had like the love greatest the hits and we love the police and then you had this song and we never listened to any other song I think it might have just been a single but we only listened to one song from this band and it was Living Colour oh my god and oh, it was Love Rears It's Ugly Head Love Rears It's Ugly Head and it and had there were like two or three versions of it or was it was it just two I yeah think I think one it was, was the, like the plainer one and then the other one was the really funky one mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was uh, Living Colour. What a band. They were absolutely incredible. And so, and when they brought out this record, like obviously a lot of us have never even heard of them before, and we all made assumptions about them, and we assumed um, and their video that went with, if you, again, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can whip it up on YouTube. Uh, the video for it was, was really, really good. And there's these guys, and yeah, and you're thinking, then uh, this amazing single, and then they released an album. And uh, so, of course, he's, you know, you kind of think, well, they're really funky and really soulful. And so the music that they do is really funky and really soulful. No. <laughs> they oh, were no. full on thrash they metal. They were a thrash metal band. <laughs> and uh, I mean, this, as I remember, and again, this is a lot of years ago now, um, it, they, it was a whole black band as well. Yeah. All of the members of the band were black. It wasn't like... You know, I t- you t- tend to think of thrash metal as, as something that white guys play, not, not you know, a lot of black people not, not that into thrash metal. And um, so, yeah, this, it, this, this album was a thrash metal album. And um, <laughs> fortunately, I, the, 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 the managers in the record shops were telling me, yeah, the, the album came out. I'd be like, oh, you know, how's it, what's it like? How's it doing? And they were like, uh, it's you know it's unfortunately that that single did not represent them 
at all. Well, the record company would have known that. That's why they thought they could get I, units maybe, out. Maybe, yes. yes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even have thought of that at the time. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you say it like that. And I think, honestly, about something like about 85% of sales got returned. Wow. Seriously. I love music. Because it just, it, the, the sort of people, well, no, not, that sounds like such a sweeping generalization, but people who listen to thrash metal perhaps tend not to be the sort of people who also then listen to soulful R&B. Yeah, and it was, a cro- it was like R&B. that sort of slightly crossover, wasn't it? At it that really time? was. It was it, I commercial mean, the, kind yeah, of crossover. It, re- it, was, it was a great track. And if you've never heard it, do give it a listen. I put it in the link below. Um, Another link. Mum, what would you say is the best thing for you when it comes to music? Is it a band? Is it a person? Is it a, a feeling? What, what would you say? it's all about the feelings isn't it It, i find music is mood music so depending on what mood i'm in um i there is i you know i will always find something that that will suit that mood whether i'm sad or i'm happy or i feeling contemplative there there's always something that that will suit that bit of radiohead you've all over the places your music baby d (laughs) all all hope is lost the slipknot album seriously it's an absolute corker um and even if you're not really into if you think you're not really into that sort of music honestly it's uh, i think it's Corey taylor has got an amazing rock voice and uh, incredible oh just yeah yeah and it's yeah Terrific. I, I love that stuff. And, um, but again, I wouldn't listen to all of it, it, but but that particular album I do just love. If music's good, music's good. That's all you can <laughs> if say. If it's good, it's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, still, honestly, my all time favorite record ever, still in a whole wide world, my favorite, favorite track um, is still my Sam Smith. <laughs> oh, big up to the Sam Smith. <laughs> And it's latch, isn't it? it? Of course, it's latch. It's still the ringtone on my phone, um, and it is it is just still my absolute go-to. I just Darcy's going for a walk over there. Track. She's just um, she's, she's ambled off. There's she's, a tiny bit of sunlight on the rug over there, and I think that she's going to just kind of chew in that to, bit. She wants to sit on that bit. No, she's coming back now. Okay. That's what it is. Too hot. <laughs> I'm going to say the best thing when it comes to uh, music for you, Mum, is a feeling and, and sort of mood music. But really, it's Sam Smith. Sam Smith and Latch. Latch. No, I'm going you. I can't sing anymore. I have Don't to pay me, for it. No. <laughs> Don't make me sing it. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen him on concert many times, oh, and from the beginning, Mum, I've didn't seen, we? We did from the beginning. Oh my goodness yeah. me! Shepherd's Bush Empire. Oh heavens above! <laughs> oh, it just brings me goosebumps. Just well, hopefully about it. in series seventeen, when I hopefully you're still doing this, Sam can be a guest, and we'll get you in. Can we do oh, that? And uh, next up, we're going to be talking something random. something random mummy uh you already just said you're like i don't know what i'm going to talk about i've spoken about everything and then you literally went ding oh no i know what i'm going to talk about that one thing i hadn't talked okay mum you, you got quite a few tattoos and that isn't there's something random and stuff like that <laughs> um and i have a few tattoos as well and stuff like that so and you have some lovely lovely tattoos and uh, i have some okay tattoos and uh <laughs> some that are gay and some like not great but no we're not, not not going to talk about tattoos what are we going to talk about what's your something random when it comes to the best thing well i guess Motorbikes. Um, Wouldn't expect that, would you? <laughs> for my mum, which I find it weird that you're a nan. And I know you've been a nan for like 13 years, which is mental. Yes. But you're just my mum. But you're into motorbikes. I do like motorbikes. It, I've, I think I've 
I've liked them for a long, 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 long time. I think when I was little, my brother had a, um, a probably a moped that my dad kept on the road. And uh, the smell of two-stroke, oh, it's just fabulous. What is two-stroke? Two-stroke, it's... Um, it, I have to ask that just in fuel. case people don't know what it is. Yes. I don't it's know what it is either. Before we had, um, before we had like uh, four-star... Um, people won't know what that is. They won't know wasn't, what that wasn't is. Wasn't there two-star before? There. There's like unleaded, it's, it's yeah, it's... I think there probably was actually. I'm going to time myself in. I'm going well. to time myself in. Not uh, tie myself up in knots with that. Um, it's it it like it's like petrol, but you have to add something else to it. Um, so some of the old, like you get two-stroke um, motorbikes and like some um, uh, gardening machinery. Oh, um, and oh, then these petrol sort of stuff. Yes, so. yeah, and they will tend to be two-stroke, and that they're so they're a little bit smoky when you don't even need a factory. Can you can just do it for <laughs> us, mum? <laughs> uh, yeah, except except my knowledge is so scant. Um, but yeah, so really no use whatsoever. But yes, so um, I that smell I think sort of takes me back to my dad and um, and I, I remember like I, said, I remember my brother having mopeds. And as a youngster, um, I always seem to have friends who had motorbikes. And friends' boyfriends who had motorbikes. Standard. They did tend to be the boys. <laughs> um, and I'd be oh, you know, give us a ride on the back. And and it never occurred to me that I, perhaps I should do it myself. Um, it always kind of felt like a step too far, really. So I, I never did. And um, and then, I, you know, life happened and go on, do other things, have children and whatnot. And then sort of come out the other end of that. And, um, kick and, him out, kick him yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then, yes, nests, nests are left. Yeah. Um, and, and then it was like, oh, actually. And, and I started going out with a guy and he was just like, oh yeah, no, I've got a bike license. I was like, okay, perhaps we'll see about getting a bike then. And so we did. And, um, and so we went out, had some adventures, me on the back and it was just great. And we had uh, some fun times. And, um, but then I remember there was one particular day where I wanted to go out on the bike and he didn't. And uh, I remember being quite sort of humpy about it and thinking, oh, I, you know, but I want to. That's not fair. Yeah. What's the matter with you? I want to go out on the bike. And, uh, and he was just like, you know, if you want to do it that much, why on earth don't you just learn to ride a bike yourself? No, it's scary doing stuff so when you get it older. It is kind of scary. I don't want to do any tests and, uh, where I can I fail. Know, <laughs> just seriously, I'll just, no, I'll, it'll just be beyond me. And, um, but anyway, I sort of sat on it for a little while and then just thought, you know what, why don't I? And, um, and so I did. And I went and did, you have to do a theory test where well, you didn't have to do that when I did my driving test. Mm. And, um, so I had to read this book, learn all kinds of stuff that I really should have known anyway, but it turned out I didn't. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, so I got my theory test and then got myself a little one, two, five, uh, motorbike you then have to um, I mean it's you can do the theory test anywhere along the line really before you take test um, uh, you have to do a CBT first which is compulsory basic training I and did not know that thank you for telling okay, me there you go <laughs> compulsory basic training and it's you go to a riding school and you get on a bike you tell them what you want to do and because obviously some people just go on scooters which is twist and go but I wanted a geared bike where you you have gears one gear down the rest are up and um, and so it's like they were like, yep, okay, come on then. So they get you on the bike, get you going around the, the car park um, and, and going through the gears. So you know what you're doing and the clutch and the, and the brake. And, um, and, then you, and then you go out, you do some theory stuff in the classroom and then they take you out on the road. And, and it's just to check that you've got decent roadworthy skills, that you're going to keep yourself safe, that you're aware of obviously the dangers around you, 
and um and and if when you come back a couple of maneuvers that they want you to do and then when you come back and then they decide whether they think you're safe on the road um to, <laughs> which you were which well yeah i did get through it my first one i, I made it i not my first one i when i did do my C, my initial cbt i made an absolute hash of it and i couldn't get the hang of the gears i ended up doing it on a moped um where it not a moped a uh, scooter uh, where it was just twist and go and and oh, I just felt so ashamed of myself because I just couldn't get my head around it and um, so I although I did get my my CBT certificate thing um, I then didn't do anything with it I just thought well obviously it's, it's just slightly beyond me all the things that you have to do so I didn't do anything with it and then after about a year I just thought oh you know what is the matter with you come on so I found a different riding school who were lovely and and who I explained to them what had happened and they were like oh, okay no we can get you on the gear bike and so they did and and so I went out and did having just gone through that for half an hour and it was like oh yeah no maybe it's not as difficult as I thought it was just didn't have the right instructor and um and so then I did a road riding day where you go out for the day with an instructor you and two others and an instructor and um and they take you out and just you teach you a bit of road craft they're mic'd to you so they can speak to you but you can't speak back to them and and it was brilliant and i enjoyed it so much so little dusted off my little 125 that i hadn't done anything with and and then just got on it and just went out and sort of spent the next nine ten months just going everywhere i possibly could back and forth to work and whatnot on my little 125 and a little Yamaha Trailway. It was lovely, and I liked it very much, and um, and and that was really great fun. And then got to a point where I did another road ride a day, and they were like, right, yeah, no, we think you're probably ready for your test. And so then I went and did my test, and uh, which thankfully I passed first time. I don't know how. I was so nervous. <laughs> I thought I was going to puke. Um, it was just so nerve wracking. Well, it's just doing those things that you just, you know, you don't have to be judged on no. and stuff like that. And with this, you do, and, then, and oh, it's a fail thing. And oh. you're like, I don't want to have to go back out and do this again. And if I fail, I don't want to do this ever again. No, absolutely. I just thought this is, uh, you know, this is like one off. Either you do this and you do it now, or it's you just forget it forever. And um, so, yeah, but thankfully I did. And um, yes. Whew. So I got go. myself a little 250, so I started small because I know what I'm like. And if I frighten myself, I won't get back on one again. So I got myself a from, from 125 to a 250. And then after a year on that, I then um, got myself a 650. I got a, um, My 250 was a little Ninja, little Kawasaki Ninja 250 that they brought out. And I'll put a picture up. I think I have one. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah possibly. Was it, what, was it, yeah. what color was it? Green. It was green. Yeah, Kawasaki yeah. green. You had a white one as well. What was the white the, one? The white one is what I've got now. It's my best bike now. And what is it? Um, it's a, uh, a Triumph Street Triple. Nice. It's a, it's a, it's an old one now, really. To be honest, it's on a twelve plate, um, and they've 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 evolved again and again and again. But I've got to say, I don't see any that are look better than the one that I've already got. I just. Yeah, there's I just that's my bike forever now. So, um, so yeah. obviously, um, the best thing when it comes to something random is motorbikes. Oh, absolutely, the speed. I mean, not that we advocate speeding. <coughs> of course, we don't. Um, do track safely, days safely? Do, track days. do track days for that instead? Yeah, absolutely. Brands Hatch <laughs> only just up the road from me, so that's great. Um, and um, and just the freedom. And you get on, you put your crush helmet on, all your gear. 
and um, always wear the appropriate gear, people, please. No flip-flops, no um, shorts and T-shirts. What are people thinking? You don't want to come um, off it because you're not going to have oh, your skin out. Yeah, so. you, are, you, you dress for the slide, not the ride. And oh, God. I, there you go. There's a slogan for you. Honestly, <clears throat> it just it, uh, it kills me. When I see people dressed really inappropriately, even just if you wear jeans instead of dragging. You can get dragging jeans. If it's hot, you can get kit to wear when it's And you're hot. speeding anyway, like not speeding, speeding but you're like, you've got the wind hour, and it's fine. You come off and you hit gravel. Oh. You are, you, you're going to be in a world of <laughs> But pain. biking is great. So don't worry about it. But apart from that, absolutely. <laughs> you just make sure you just get all the right gear and, um, and ride within your limits and take further instruction as you need it, as you go along. And it is just you're such a mum. It's just great. <laughs> you're it such a mum. Um, mum, we normally finish here. Hey, I have an extra question in series two okay. that now you're gonna look at and be like, but you have you have a quick <laughs> da, 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 okay. uh, to uh, to think about it. But we've asked everyone so far. Okay. It's not the easiest question, but the question is: you can say it at home because you know what it is. What is the best thing, Mum, about you? Oh crumbs! What's the best thing about me? It's funny because I, I gave you that question and then you already answered it straight away. But I cut you off because <laughs> you already knew what it was, which is so lovely because it's such a lovely answer as well. And, and I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a thing that I definitely am equating that a, a parent would say. Um, and it's me. No, um, it's <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jenny. Um, what would you say, Mum? And this doesn't have to be long. It's just be very just a short thing. And but what is the best thing about you? Would you say? I think as an individual, I think I'm quite kind and I'm caring. Um, I just, I, I just wish people were nicer to each other. It, I just, mum, so, you're on Twitter, so I don't. You need to get off that. <laughs> I don't honestly. I don't comment on anything. I, I don't. I rarely look at it now because he, over the last year, it's changed, say, isn't it? They changed something on that, and it used to be. Oh, I say probably more than a year. A couple of years ago, it used to be fun, and you there were people that I followed on there, and people that I liked to sort of interact with a little bit, and you just just. But oh, it's just got so vicious. Everything has just got so vicious, and it's like there's you know very very old saying. You know, if you can't think of anything nice to say, don't say anything. Oh, my favorite one is that if you oh. can't think of anything nice to say, come sit here. <laughs> Come tell me. Well, this, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other that's a whole other ball game, um, you know. But it is just if you can't say anything nice, just keep it to yourself, and and also a bit of do as you would be done by. Just if you want people to be nice to you, then be nice. And sometimes it's so hard. Some people they're they're the things that they don't like are just become so um, so sharp. Um, that they're then sort of, they make me wince and they're quite difficult. And, you know, sometimes you'll be talking to somebody and then they'll say something and you, you did, what did you just say? You know, and it's... You uh, should be able to call them out on it without it being an altercation. Oh. Like, uh, and it's really difficult. But it, I, I think with you, you it is 100% true. You're very kind. You're very caring. And I think sometimes that can go against you because I think that people, when people are kind and caring and, 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 and nice, people take the piss out of you, uh, the, you know, and yes. I think that's really tough and yes. stuff like that. But I still feel that even though that can happen to you and anyone else, 
you are still kind and caring. You're down at your nephew's football game that you li- literally haven't missed one since his, him being five. You know what I mean? Like he has the most support at a football match I've ever seen of a it child. Is, it's it's quite hilarious. funny. Like most of the family turn up <laughs> to watch Mally play football. Yes. And he probably does care internally, but he doesn't really show it really. Yeah, so. yeah, I, he's, he's 13. He doesn't care about anything except whatever Bikes video and, game yeah, they're playing games, yeah, yes yeah, yeah. yeah but I, 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 and and you know growing up with you and and um you know everyone has stuff that happens in their life but just having you know the big moves we moved to reading and 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 you know we we're lucky enough that there were things around we have youth club and stuff and you always allowed us to have friends over and we had dogs and we had bunny rabbits and stick insects and rats and hamsters like there was always this kind of thing and 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 we never really grew up with money didn't it it became a little bit easier later on but it was you always i never felt like i was unloved i never felt like i needed a you know someone to hug because i always was hugged and loved and you're a very tactile child god tell me that it's sort of annoying Wait. anyone else yeah <laughs> friends no, it was lovely I never go out with that <laughs> from a parent's point of view it was it was lovely i had some friends whose whose boys particularly were not very cuddly and uh you always were we'll just name check and stuart me <laughs> um <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> if you ever listen to stuart we I, love you it's i remember fine. his mum telling me the only time she she used to quite like it when he was ill because he was the only time she ever got to cuddle him <laughs> without him i bet he's a cuddler i think we're friends on uh, on, on facebook so he's yeah, uh, very so cuddled now, his yes. own kids and stuff yeah. mum you've been an absolute delight thank you so much for doing the podcast and uh, and i'm looking forward to interviewing other people janine and stuff on this it'll be quite fun um wh- like what's the rest of the year looking for you what what are you what have you got planned because i know in a sense you're not really working right now so you've you've I'm been not. going around the country and you've been in camper yes, van we've been we've uh, since obviously the lockdown restrictions have been eased unfortunately the, the job that i was in um i was made redundant um so but i could kind of see it coming so it didn't come as a terrible surprise and and who knows what what's going to happen around the corner um so we just decided to um just sort of spend a bit of time in the camper van while we can't really do much else um and so i mean (laughs) i will admit and i know i'm not the only person with a camper van that when the actual lockdown was on we did actually go and sit in the camper van on the driveway (gasps) i know with the blinds shut and just almost sort of pretended that we were out somewhere um just because we we missed being able to even if we hadn't been out in it that much knowing that you couldn't we've just felt so restrictive and obviously we all understand why but um but yes so yeah we've just sort of been out and about a little bit more in the camper van again we love the coast i love getting by the seaside no matter what there's nothing quite like going to sleep with the sound of the waves and and waking up and either a beach is just on the other side of the dune um or you just yeah you're just a, a short walk away and it's just lovely so so yes i don't i'm not good at planning anything it's i just it's it just makes me stressed if i have to plan things too much in advance so i'm just sort of going with the flow at the moment and seeing what comes my way well um, you're a wonderful person you're a wonderful mum. Thank, thank you so much for just um being so supportive i know sometimes it's been a bit tough um and uh but uh, from my sister and myself we we love you to bits and, and, thank and, you yeah we'll make you observe and cry so <laughs> yeah, we no, love you do thank you so much for doing the podcast and hopefully you can enjoy it. go and watch some tv programs that i said catch up with some tv haven't i yes yeah you up. really do well thank you so much mum. thank you you're an absolute legend Thank you to my mum. Oh, she's so cute and sweet. I know. Um, But I'm slightly biased because she is my mum. 
thank you also to the wonderful people that make this podcast what it is so adam harris with his fat checking make sure you stay nice and tuned for his answer after this bethia beats bringing us the best in brand new music and a track of the pod will be played right at the end yes film bag tom and revan keeping us all up to date on those films that we might have missed out on the music in the background is by jimmy lundy tom baxter and myself and the artwork is by jmd now handing over to the wonderful fat chicken adam harris who's going to give us the answer and then followed by bethia beats track of the pod we'll see you next time hey everyone adam fat chicken doing the fact checking i was oh so i was finding out for you where the, the vanilla flavoring comes from when the answer should be vanilla pods i'm depressed to tell you that it comes from the anal secretions of a beaver oh god it's a sticky brown fragrant slime oh, the consistency of molasses well, they're not quite as thick, but don't worry, it is generally regarded as safe. And I know what you're thinking, oh, it's okay, I haven't had anything vanilla flavoured in the last couple of months, it's not a problem, I probably haven't had it. No, it's okay, because they've been doing it for 80 years. See you next week. Shelter keep you warm, help you piece you back together when your mind is fully torn. And when you feel unlovable, I won't only love you more. Yeah, I see you on your worst days, but still fuck with all your flaws. And of course, you still linger in my thoughts. Had to take some time away, cause peace of mind, it can't be bought. My texts don't end in crosses, then they better end in knots. Hope you know that it's worth every battle that you fought me and more. Yeah. Sus against the world if they talk, then let us. Cause as long as I got my goal, I guess it's easier to forget them. And they all just want a story, they can't judge. We know our truth I've been searching for something missing And now I know it's you, yeah And I ain't never felt alone When I'm with you And you ain't never been too far away from me And miss you I'm trying to be a part of your forever plan Yeah, you make me want to be a better man Ain't it funny when they leave You finally see you need them And I've been trying to stay around So please give me a reason Darling, grab me by the hand To stop me up and leaving Rain or shine, yeah, I'm here for every season, every season She made my 4am fast food feel like five-star cuisine She's what I need, wait, I don't even know what that means She tells me what I wanna hear, still somehow I believe She got me worshipping the air that she breathes How I wish you wouldn't leave Spoke to God, I got all water the seed Because relationship needs time and what will be, will be When I'm low, you kept my way, just told me pray more So help me keep my faith, even when I'm far away more and I ain't never felt alone when I'm with you And you ain't never been too far away from me and miss you I'm trying to be a part of your forever plan Yeah, you make me want to be a better man Ain't it funny when they leave, you finally see you need them And I've been trying to stay around, so please give me a reason Darling, grab me by the hand to stop me up and leaving Rain or shine, yeah, I'm here for every season, every season uh. So I can take a rain check If you get through the dark then You can see there's days left Hundred miles an hour Ooh, ah, you a train wreck Listen to that voice Just put this song on your playlist Playlist And I ain't never felt alone When I'm with you And you ain't never been too far away from me And miss you I'm trying to be a part of your forever plan Yeah, you make me want to be a better man Ain't it funny when they leave you 
finally see you need him And I've been trying to stay around so please give me a reason Darling grab me by the hand to stop me up and leaving Rain or shine, yeah I'm here for every season, every season uh. I'm Maria Burgess, Daniel's mum, and I'm on Daniel Johnson's podcast, Best Thing. <laughs>